Hi, I'm Shanna. Welcome to Pro Organizer Marketing Made Simple. Each week, we'll dive into simple, effective ways to attract new clients for your professional organizing business. Let's jump in. Hi there, this is Shanna. Today we are talking about a simple sales funnel you can implement today to attract clients. In our last episode, we talked about sales funnels, what they are, why they're important, the different stages of a funnel, and some components to create your own. A couple of things I want to touch on before we get started. The goal is to build an infrastructure that continuously attracts ideal clients. That is the goal of a sales funnel. If a simple set of actions work, use those. The goal isn't to make things more and more complicated just for funsies. Let's make it as simple as possible. But I do want to let you know some different ways to go about it so that you can create your own sales funnel, one that works for you, one that works for your type of business, the type of business you want to be in in the future, and how to go about it. Last time we touched on the components of a sales funnel, prospecting slash awareness, interest, decision, action, and retention. We'll dive into those a little bit further today, but something I mentioned last time that I wanted to expand a little further is how people enter your sales funnel at different stages of their buyer journey. I think in last week's episode, I said, Just FYI, people enter your sales funnel at different stages of their buyer journey. They might only be in awareness stage where they know that they've got a clutter problem, but they're not quite sure what to do with it. Or they might understand that they have a clutter problem, but they're not quite sure yet if they need to be able to do things themselves or what kinds of services might work best for them. Or they might be in a decision stage where they have gone through those stages, they know they have a clutter problem, they know they need a professional organizer, and kind of what sort of services, and now they're making a decision, and now they're looking for the local most credible person that they feel like they can work well with. That's the awareness, consideration, and decision stage just kind of boiled down for your sales journey. Something else that I want to share a little bit about is this concept. It's it's kind of a modern take on the funnel, and it's going to sound a little ridiculous uh, when I first say it. It's uh, tofu, mofu, and bofu. And when I first saw this several years ago, I was like, what is that? <laughs> because uh, my Facebook ad manager had changed some reporting that she had done for me, and she sent me a report and she gave me like number of leads and click through rates and whatnot based on tofu, mofu, and bofu. And I'm like, um, Maggie, this is probably silly and I should probably know this, but what does this mean? What this is, is it's kind of a recent way of looking at the sales funnel and it involves splitting the funnel into three parts. Top of the funnel, T-O-F-U, tofu. Middle of funnel, M-O-F-U. Mofu and bottom of funnel, Bofu, B O F U. I'm not sharing this just to share ridiculous acronyms. I'm sharing this because it's going to tell you at what point in the funnel what kinds of content people need. And that's going to help you be able to create really great content to hit at each stage of the sales funnel. Tofu, top of the funnel. At this point, you need to be providing educational content answering questions, and responding to problems. Mofu, 
So this is the middle of the funnel. You're going to focus on defining your services, allowing prospects to compare solutions. And then in the bottom of the funnel, you are going to be offering opportunities to kind of sample your solution and working towards a sale. So if we go back up to that, in the top of the funnel in that providing educational content and answering questions, responding to problems, you're going to be sharing content about clutter, about the problems that people are having, like not being able to park in their own garage, like wanting to tear their hair out because their playroom is never clean because there's a million toys spread out all over the floor. You're going to be answering questions like um, frequently asked questions, and that is all top of the funnel content. Middle of the funnel content, focusing on defining your services and allowing prospects to compare solutions. So in this type of content, you're going to be sharing the types of packages and services that you offer, your process. Maybe you go through a particular process that is sort, categorize, edit, you know, whatever your process is, and then your process, your philosophy, how you work with clients, all of those sorts of things. Something that allows them to compare you to other types of solutions. So even your about page and who you are and why you're in business is going to be something that will help you stand out against other people. And so that's really the type of content in the middle of the funnel. And then bottom of the funnel, again, is offering opportunities to trial the solution, and you're working towards a sale. So bottom of the funnel is going to be very much call me to schedule a consultation um, because that's going to be the thing that leads them into the sale. It's going to be the thing that they make that personal contact with you. They're kind of testing out by talking with you if they feel like they can trust you, if they want to work with you, if you're the right fit. So all of that is bottom of the funnel content. So there are different types of sales funnels and there are different ways to implement sales funnels. I have four sales funnels that I wanna talk through and I will put images or links to articles with images in the show notes so that you can click through and you can get a visual for these. Some of these you might've heard of, maybe you just haven't heard of them categorized as particular sales funnels. The first one is lead magnet sales funnel. The second one is upsell, downsell sales funnel. Third is high ticket sales funnel. And four is live webinar or live event sales funnel. So let's jump in and talk about first that lead magnet sales funnel. This might be what you think of when you think of sales funnel is starting with a lead magnet because that is a very common strategy in online marketing. So with a lead magnet funnel, you need a lead magnet. What you're going to do is create something that you give away for free in exchange for an email address and other contact information, probably their first, last name. Make it simple. Some great examples of lead magnets are ebooks, checklists, worksheets, training videos, or even email courses. It doesn't have to be super complicated. It can be a three-page PDF. It can be a one-page PDF, but something that really gives 
your prospective client some value. So the lead magnet funnel always starts with an attractive offer. It's mostly on a specific landing page or can be in the footer or on a side of your website. Something that says, download this free checklist for family travel. What it needs is a headline that includes a clear value proposition, what they're getting by downloading this piece of content from you. You're going to give them benefits. So you're gonna outline benefits to give them a reason to sign up, ideally in the form of bullet points. What you don't wanna do is just say, subscribe to my newsletter. You need to really give them, and that's kind of the, the whole point of a lead magnet sales funnel, is giving them a reason to subscribe. I can't tell you how many websites I've been on that just says, subscribe to our newsletter. Well, it's kind of like telling people, hey, follow me on Facebook, nobody's going to do it unless you give them a reason to. And a lead magnet is a great reason for them to actually give up that contact information. And then you need a call to action that is action-oriented, obviously, and makes clear what happens next. Very clearly, your name, your email address, and you'll get an instant download of this checklist. And the opt-in form needs to include as few fields as possible. First name, last name, email address. I've seen people try to use their opt-in form as like a sales qualifier, and I do not recommend that you do that. I have seen people use this box, and when I say a sales qualifier, use use this opt-in as a way to ask you know 10 different questions and ask them all these different things and kind of qualify them and then put them in a right bucket and whatever. And I do think that segmenting your list down the road is a very good idea, but this is not the place or the time to do that. So make that opt-in form name, email address. You do not want to scare them off. You want to make this as low risk as possible. After your person signs up for the lead magnet, two things happen. First is they're going to be directed to another page to actually download the piece, and then their name and email address is going to be added to an email automation. And there are ways on the back of MailChimp that you can tag people based on the form that they came in on. So that really alleviates the issue of wanting to ask too many questions in that opt-in form. You can also use this page to upsell or offer your new subscriber something more. But we're going to get to that one a little bit more in detail. So downloading a free PDF, a free checklist, a free set of labels, something like that in exchange for an email address is a pretty low ask. It doesn't require a lot of commitment. And so this is a great way to get people on your email list and into your sales funnel. Then once they're on your email list, you can send a welcome series of emails or you can send monthly or bi-monthly or weekly or bi-weekly newsletter emails or emails that are just super valuable, helping answer questions, giving them content, giving them additional information, anything to really just stay on their radar. I'll include a link in the show notes to an article by growmodo.com that talks through some of these sales funnels that we're talking about. And on the first one, on this lead magnet sales funnel, it talks through a company called Drip Scripts. They're a database 
of email sequences. And um, so they kind of just go through what these high converting email sequences include. Here are some things that you can do to nurture your people once they're in your email list and thus putting them further into your sales funnel. So here is what dripscripts.com recommends as far as emailing. They say email number one, delivery. You thank your new subscriber for downloading your lead magnet. Email number two, you follow up. In case they didn't see your delivery email, you follow up and send it again. Email number three, you can introduce yourself and describe your background, finishing with your call to action to your offer. Now, if they have not yet paid for your services, then your offer is to schedule a consultation. If they have paid for your services, you'll put them more in the category of just kind of regular updates, regular newsletter kind of content. Email number four of this kind of welcome series that this company recommends is testimonials. Describe what other people say about your upsell content and why they should check it out. And then email number five is urgency. Remind them that your offer will disappear soon and that they need to check it out now. In the last episode of this podcast, I talked through some things that can be considered offers. Really, this is just giving them a reason to call you. It doesn't always have to be a discount. It can be an added value, or it can just be a sense of urgency, like, hey, I'm getting booked up for X month. If you want a fresh closet or a fresh pantry by the end of X month, you better call now. So that's urgency. So to recap, the lead magnet sales funnel is very reliant, of course, upon the lead magnet. So an ebook, a checklist, worksheets, that sort of thing can all be a great lead magnet. And then with the lead magnet, you are trading for their contact information. Once you have their contact information, and by that I mean their email address and their name, you then need to nurture them via emails and then pushing them into scheduling a consultation with you. Okay, so now let's talk about the upsell, downsell funnel. So it kind of starts out the same way as a lead magnet funnel, but what it does is on the page that they are downloading your lead magnet, you're also offering them something small for a a very small purchase. Sometimes this is called a tripwire. So let's say, for instance, your primary business is local professional organizing services, but you also have a little shop on your website that you sell printables or you sell labels or you sell product. What you can do is after someone inputs their email address to get your lead magnet on that same page that they're downloading the lead magnet, you can also say, now that we know each other, here I'm gonna give you this hot deal. I have these labels in my shop that are regularly $4 a sheet. I'm gonna give them to you for $2 a sheet, but you have to act right now. What it does is it does two things. One is it's kind of a tripwire in that they make a purchase with you and once someone has made a purchase, even if it's a tiny purchase, then they already kind of start to trust you and and consider making a larger purchase. And then also, this allows you to make a little bit of money too. Um, It could be that you have these printables, you have these labels, but they don't really sell on their own. This is a great way to help make those things sell. And it's relatively passive 
after you have already created the things, this is a great way to make a little bit of extra money. And then same as with the lead magnet sales funnel, you will nurture them via emails with the call to action being um, scheduling a consultation, but always provide valuable information, tips, and all sorts of things so that every time that they get an email from you, they are happy to see you and they remember you exist and they remember that they want to call you. Next is called a high ticket sales funnel. This is something that may not be super relevant for your line of business, but I want to share it with you because sometimes, especially as you get further and further in your business for professional organizing, sometimes you start consulting or creating items or courses for helping other pro organizers learn the business. And this would be a good opportunity. This this sales funnel would be a good way to sell that kind of thing. So I'm going to spend just a little bit of time on it. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it, but this will be included in the show notes, the link to this article. A high ticket sales funnel is going to be something that kind of positions, of course, a higher price item. So let's say like a $3,000 coaching package or something like that. And what you need to do, because it's you're not going to close that sale with just a few lead pages, it's not a $2 item, it's going to be a little bit more labor intense, and you're going to have to go through that buyer journey in a really direct way. Next, I want to talk about a live event sales funnel. In the article I'll share, it talks through a live webinar sales funnel, and maybe that works for you, and maybe if you offer virtual organizing and you have webinars that you offer, this can be a great sales funnel for you, but it can also work for a live event. Like if you are invited to speak at a certain group, a certain mom's group or a certain community group, or give a presentation, that sort of thing, um, you can also use this sales funnel. And it's really pretty simple. It's basically just kind of taking offline to online. So let's say that you are speaking at the library to a group of 30 MOPS members, mothers of preschoolers. What you'll want to do is as part of your presentation, you're going to want to give them some way to connect with you online so that you can get their email information. You might have noticed that all of these sales funnels lead to their email, and that's because email is a great way to nurture. So um, what you'll do is you will take to your presentation, you will take a postcard or maybe even put a QR code on a postcard, maybe put a QR code in your presentation that gives them the lead magnet, but they have to download it from the QR code, whether it's on a postcard or whether it's in your presentation, so that it gives you the opportunity to capture their email. It's basically the same thing as the lead magnet sales funnel, but just taking them from in-person to online and being able to nurture them that way. In the show notes, I'll link some articles with visuals for sales funnels. The most common and likely the most relevant for you as a professional organizer is going to be the lead magnet sales funnel. And then there are some variations of that that we've just talked about with offering kind of an upsell, a little tripwire kind of purchase as an upsell on that download page. Or that third sales funnel we talked about is kind of that live event sales funnel where you're taking someone that you meet in person 
person offline and getting their email address, but you still have to give something of value. And by doing a QR code and having them subscribe, because that's what they're doing is they're subscribing and trading, you know, their contact information for your resource. They're trading that information, they're subscribing, but they're also opting in. Even if you go to a meeting and you get 30 business cards, you can't just take those business cards and upload them manually, type them into MailChimp and think, sweet, I've got 30 more people on my email list because that's illegal. (laughs) We can't do that anymore. You have to actually have people opt in. And by providing the QR code and by giving them something of value as a lead magnet to trade, you're getting them to opt in. Those are the sales funnels that can be super effective in helping you attract clients. It can be very simple. Start with one lead magnet, one form on your website, and just grow your email list as you go. Um, Having an email list doesn't mean that all of a sudden tomorrow you have to start putting out these weekly mind-blowing emails, but just start collecting the information. And then also reach out to past clients and ask them if they would like to subscribe. You can even offer the same download to them. You can do this through your email inbox, just your regular email. Say, hey, I have this great new resource. Would you like it? Here's the download link. And then give them the link to MailChimp to grab that download. So I hope that was helpful. That's it for today. I can't wait to see what kinds of lead magnets you come up for your lead magnet sales funnel. In our next episode, I will actually bullet point some ideas for lead magnets that you can create very simply and install very quickly so you can start that process. I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Pro Organizer Marketing Made Simple. Head over to the website for full show notes at proorganizermarketing.com. There, you can also sign up for free tools and resources to grow your business. See you next time.